Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. A $600,000 World War II Sherman tank. I got money to burn. And that reporter for Fox 26 in Houston goes and does a story on it. And he's great. He's hilarious. Yeah. He says in the toss to the story, a kick-ass tank. Let's mm. try buying a kick-ass tank. <laughs> and then the clip you just heard, what's everybody going to say in your neighborhood, all these rich-ass people? <laughs> what are your neighbors going to say, all these rich-ass people? <laughs> so we were getting a kick out of this guy. <laughs> this dude is a trip. And on Twitter, we find out, a couple of people tweet us that that is the same guy yep. from that viral video that if you haven't seen it, it's one of the funniest things that YouTube has ever had on there. The viral video of the reporter who is out in a field, and he goes, he, he reverts to his off-air self. <laughs> the duality of man. Very quickly, <laughs> when a bug flies in his mouth, in what he describes as a country-ass town. So if you haven't seen that one, you, you have to find that a must-see on YouTube. And I think many people have. Yeah. So that is the guy. I can't believe that's the same guy. Yeah, he cut his fro down, lost a few pounds. And, Looks uh, good, sounds good. Now he's out of that country-ass town, and he's down in Houston. If you had a million million of dollars. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. He's allowed to screw yes. up. Uh, so, yeah, yeah hilarious. Check, check out those things. Hmm. I mean, I guess you can tweet out that video of people. But, I mean, it's not a new thing. Don't make it seem like a new thing. Say that reporter we were talking about yesterday is the same guy from this hit viral video. Did we get in touch with him? I know we were trying to get him on the show. I did not get in touch with okay. him, no. We called his office, though, right? Called or... his office and left him an email. Sweet. Nice. All right, very good. Hopefully we get in touch with him because I think he'd be great. I think he'd be a perfect person to talk to about just about anything. Mm-hmm. All right, so week two started off with a thud with this Texans-Bengals game Thursday night football last year early on at a couple of good games, uh, but not so much last night in this first non-opening night version of Thursday night football where you had a couple of teams play on a short week because that first one you can't really say it's Thursday night football because you have a full off season. Now's the right. first real Thursday night short week game. And Just you'd terrible. rather have them early in the season rather than late in the season. Absolutely, but... I do think that you're going to get some really good and entertaining games this weekend with with storylines abound. So the first that I'm going to be keeping an eye on is this New England Patriots team and how they fare in week two with all this time off going down to New Orleans and taking on the Saints. Because the initial reaction for me and just about everybody else that pays attention to the NFL is bloodbath. Because you've got the Saints who look like absolute doo-doo on Monday night (laughs) against the Minnesota Vikings on a short week, taking on a Pats team. Yeah, albeit at home the Saints are, but still, taking on a Pats team that's got extra rest and just got their doors blown off to kick off the season by the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, the Patriots, they've got injuries. 
and Danny Amendola is not going to play now. It's another injury, a wide receiver in addition to Edelman. It's not a good thing. If they have a ton of weapons, it's a good thing that they added extra players. But this just has written all over it Tom Brady, six touchdown passes. And the way that the Saints played offense in that game, and they were on the road, and, mm-hmm. and Drew Brees at home, different different guy. It's a lot easier to be an offensive, a bad offensive lineman at home than it is on the road. Um, and, and the way they played, I cannot see the Saints doing anything in this game. It just, and I don't see the Patriots letting their foot off the gas pedal after what happened. I mean, this, I wouldn't be surprised if the Patriots put up 50 points in this game. Yeah, I'm with you. And you're talking about a young defense. You have three rookies who are in that starting lineup for the defense at linebacker Alex Anzalone out of Florida. He's going to be a damn good player. Marcus Williams, Marshawn Lattimore, uh, rookies in that secondary. So uh, Tom Brady. The best in the business may come out and exploit that. So it's going to be uh, extremely difficult for this defense, uh, which will get better and, and play well at some point. But going up against Tom, an angry Tom, and an angry Patriots team after losing that opening ball game, not protecting him particularly well, uh, they're going to come in there, and I think they win uh, this ball game. Yeah, I would be very surprised if if they had an, if they if they lose this one after all that time off and the way that the Saints looked. I mean, they're in, they're in real trouble. Yes. And and that's not something you say about the Patriots very often. Uh, another big game I'm going to go all the way to Sunday night is Green Bay traveling to mm-hmm. Atlanta. And you would think normally that this is a game it's indoors, those two quarterbacks. I mean, it's going to shoot out, right? I mean, that's the first thing that you think of is this is going to be a back and forth affair. And these two teams get together, those two quarterbacks, Matt Ryan and Aaron Rodgers is going to shoot out. You know, I'm not so sure. Uh we we saw both of these teams last week not look like themselves in week 1. Uh and Atlanta a little bit more concerning because they played the Chicago Bears. It's outdoors on the road, it's week one, but still this Bears team isn't supposed to be good on either side of the ball this year. You give Green Bay a little bit more of a pass, they go and win the game against the Seattle Seahawks, who have one of the best defenses in football. But uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if both of these defenses stepped up in this game on Sunday night and we saw more of a 20-17 to 17 ball game as opposed to a 38-35 game. Right. It could go either way, uh, but I think that everybody's just assuming this is going to be up and down, up and down, up and down, and not giving credit to defenses that can play. Pre- I mean, Green Bay, I think this year is going to be a lot better defensively, and that's yeah. what people are going to talk about when trying to figure out who's coming out of the NFC for the Super Bowl. Well, I, I would agree, and the Green Bay defense played fairly well last week. They held Seattle at six points. And they got after Russell Wilson repeatedly, forced him into mistakes. So they went after a guy who is not necessarily stationary. And you're going after a guy now this week, and, and Ryan, Matt Ryan, that is stationary. And, and, and he's your prototypical guy back there. So I give uh, this Green Bay chance a, a hell of an opportunity to go back or, or go out and back up that performance they had last week versus a more versatile quarterback in terms of someone who can move around in the pocket and can extend play. So I like the way Don Capers' group played last week, and I, I look for much of the same. It's a couple of games that aren't getting as much billing as maybe what the Patriots going to do against the Saints or uh, what you'll see on Sunday night, but I think are really fascinating games. And one being Tennessee and Jacksonville, because this Jacksonville team, Nobody expected a damn thing from them this year when Blake Bortles was still the quarterback in the season that they had last year. Allen Robinson goes down with a season-ending injury. You think this offense is going to be even worse now. But the hurting that they put on the Houston Texans 
in week one and the way that that defense played. Now you have, you, know, you got Doug Marone for the, the full year and a full offseason to be the coach. You've got Tom Coughlin there who's got something to prove at 110 years old because <laughs> he didn't like being forced out of there with the Giants is a big part of that organization. Leonard Fournette, the, the mentality that they have, we don't need to throw all the time right. and we're going to run the ball and be a smash-mouth team with that defense. And then Tennessee, with all these high expectations – this offense that everybody thought was going to just pop this year, having a rough start against the Oakland Raiders, now facing this upstart Jacksonville team, looked great in week one. I mean, this is going to be a battle. I think this could be one of the best games of the week. I, I think it can, too. And, and what was surprising about Tennessee taking on Oakland last week was Oakland was more physical. And Marshawn Lynch, that's why you go out and get him. Uh, he was running through catch. Jarrell Casey, the way he ran through a defensive lineman. Uh, he hasn't skipped a beat from taking a year off. Uh, so they knew it was going to be a physical affair. Mike Malarkey, the head coach there at Tennessee, is trying to build a more physical football team. I even like the idea of onside kick to, to begin the game. I thought that was brilliant. You, know, you don't you don't get it. But uh, they want to be physical. And now you're going up against a Jacksonville team that wants to be physical as well. That's how Coughlin built that franchise when he was their first head coach. They were physical up front, running in the ball, and that's what they want again now with Leonard Fournette. So another bruising affair for the Tennessee Titans, and we'll see if that defense for Jacksonville can uh, put up the same type of effort they did last week versus a offense that's challenged, a little bit, a, a lot more challenged, especially on the offensive line, than the Tennessee Titans uh, will be. So this will be a gut check for both teams. And, and something I never thought of with this Blake Bortles saga was – Let's just make a team where he doesn't have to do as much. That's something that didn't cross my mind because I, I thought when I looked at those wide receivers, Allen Robinson, Allen Hearns, Marquise Lee, and Blake Bortles who played really well in his rookie season. I was thinking, well, that, this team has to throw the ball. I mean, this is what it's going to be about. But they couldn't go out and get a better situation at quarterback. And what they decided to do is make sure that defense was a top-notch defense and then build around the running game and go out and get a stud in Leonard Fournette. I think that that, that approach you know, might save this Jacksonville Jaguars team from having to dismantle everything that they put in the last few I years. I think any quarterback would want that. You want to have some balance on the offensive side of the ball. And, yes, if you can take some heat off of Blake Bortles, who hasn't been a model of consistency, uh, let's do it. And, and, and it's going to be the key, that running game, uh, to solving or allowing uh, Blake Bortles some more time uh, to get uh, comfortable, if you will. You would think going into your third, fourth year of the season, you're a little bit more comfortable. But you've had turnover at the coaching staff position, and, and you're learning new schemes and new systems. So uh, you factor that in. Uh, and, and now if I can lean on a, a rookie in Leonard Fournette and, and, and I can lean on anyone else in that backfield, great. And I, all the onus isn't on me. Uh, more power to you. And I, I think Bortles will eventually grow into that position. Sneaky good game. Eagles go to Kansas City. Oh, yeah. I, I like both of these teams a lot in 2017. And uh, what the, the Chiefs did against the Patriots got everybody's attention. No fluke. That goes away quickly if they go home and put up a dud in week two. But the the Eagles, I really like the Eagles this year. I, li I liked them beginning of last year. I think they were playing over their heads a little bit when Carson Wentz was taking the world by storm, and they certainly came back to earth. But uh, this is a team that, that went out and addressed the needs 
uh, in on that uh, as far as weapons go for Carson Wentz. And they went out and got Alshon Jeffrey and Torrey Smith. Zach Ertz is a very underrated tight end yep. for Carson Wentz. And and this defense is a good defense. They got some struggles in the secondary, but I think that that can be overcome. I think this is a team is it's got playoff team written all over it in the Philadelphia Eagles and. Uh, this could be a, a really good game, a close game. And I think really what it's going to come down to is is which offense is going to have that big moment first. And that's why I lean towards the Kansas City Chiefs because of these explosive playmakers that they have. I mean, they've got Kareem Hunt now. Tyreek Hill is there. I mean, you think, oh, this team doesn't have any wide receivers. They don't really need them because they've got one of the best tight ends in the game. They've got an all-purpose guy in Tyreek Hill, and now they have a running back that could do just about everything, and Alex Smith is is someone that looks really comfortable with the weapons that he has. And they lose Eric Berry at, at, out of that Which secondary. Sucks. It really does, like, considering everything he's gone through the last few years. Uh, but I, I, I like Kansas City as well. They have playmakers galore, and, and, and that's something that has not uh, something that's been a huge void uh, for that offense in years past. And, and you, you look at this Eagles offense. Hey, Nelson Aguilar didn't drop a pass. He caught a touchdown uh, in the game versus Washington last week. So maybe he's figured things out and they got him with Torrey Smith. And, of course, Alshon Jeffrey came over from Chicago. But it's that defense. Uh, Fletcher Cox still doing his thing and, and Brandon Graham, uh, those guys up front. Uh, I, I love the way they play Vinnie Carey uh, as well. Uh, so uh, if they can can uh, hold up and, and not have to blitz to get after Alex Smith, the Eagles, they have a chance. If not, if you're going to have these guys one-on-one in the secondary and these linebackers one-on-one with the tight ends and, and, and the running backs, uh, it's going to be a tough tough night. And, and, and don't forget special teams with uh, Tyreek Hill. Uh, that's going to be a huge uh, factor in this matchup. The Giants take on the Lions on Monday night. Nodell Beckham Jr.'s status is still up in the air. Uh, so, Because he's been dancing, man. He's good. Come on. So let's listen to a little bit of him, and I'm sure you're going to get angry. Uh, but uh, first he said, uh, this is what he's dealing with, something serious here. Yes, this injury business, dude. This injury is a serious injury. Let's hear it. It had been, you know, three weeks after the injury. It hasn't even been a month since it happened. And, um, you know, this is a six- to eight-week thing. Unfortunately, you know, as much as I was trying my hardest to get out there, it just wasn't. It just wasn't enough time. So why would I be angry with him? Well, it's just he's throwing out that six to eight week thing, and he's powering through it, man. What a tough guy! He's making yeah. sure everybody knows how tough he is. Well, that that after that whole display he had in that yeah, preseason well, game, well, he he can never explain that away. I've got a six to eight week injury. It hasn't even been a month, and I'm out here practicing like a boss. <laughs> you saw how hurt I was. Bossing up, dude. You saw how <laughs> yeah. you saw how hurt I was. High ankle sprains, as we discussed with Ike Taylor. Give me yesterday. a biscuit. Difficult, man. That little membrane between your the two bones, of your lower leg. You got to treat that bad boy. It's hard to get in that 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 crease. It's hard to mm. get in there. Yeah, I got shot up numerous times. Taped that bad boy up, spat it. Nope, doesn't work. It only it takes time. That's one of the most difficult injuries to treat. Okay, so you're so, with him this time. I'm with him. I thought you I'm might. I'm with him. No, I thought you're gonna have a problem with him tossing I, I, out. Like, look at me, man. No. Like, oh, it's a six-week, eight-week injury, and here well, I am. Six to eight-week thing. He's, he's true. He's, he's right. correct, I okay. should say. That, that That's the truth. It takes forever to, to treat that bad boy. So uh, who knows when he's coming back. But the fact that he's out there trying to practice. You can move around a little bit, yeah. But can you go out there and cut and be at your optimum uh, self? No. That's a tough, tough injury. Of course, the New York media pounced on OBJ, asking him about the, the uh, alleged yeah. dance battle. 
with Russell Westbrook. Why did well, it you was win? a full on dance battle, man? You know, we were in there break dancing. Um, I had the little beanie with the pad on it, spinning on my head. Um, you know, and it was just it was incredible to be able to you know do something like that with Russell, man. It really, you know, it was it was everything for me. A little facetious comment yes. there by yeah. Yeah. Odell Take Beckham that Jr. Media. Yeah. Come on. Or whoever. What was it? A spy? It was a spy. It was a spy. A spy to page six. Take that spy. Yeah. Those two guys are as. What word am I looking for what here? What two guys? Russell Westbrook, Westbrook and Odell Beckham Jr. Uh-huh. As electric a pair of personalities mm-hmm. that pro sports has mm-hmm. currently. So the two of them in a real dance battle might be a lot of fun. If it That'd actually be cool. happened. Yeah. Maybe and should. we've seen Russell bust a move with his homeboy. I say that's his former teammate now. The guy he would dance with prior to the games. Russell Westbrook? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was, you're talking about Russell Westbrook? Yeah. Yeah. I forget that. Who would yeah, you man. take? I'd take Westbrook in that, I think. Russell Westbrook? I would take in the dance battle. I think I would take him. Hmm. More energy. You're thinking of Cameron Payne, Brian. Cameron Payne was the guy with the five head and, uh, uh, he, who would dance and. <laughs> Yeah, cool. Who's Five head. I'm I'm close. I'm getting one. Your hairline's receding. Uh, I would probably take. I'm going to take Odell. Beckham, oh, you man. would. Wow. Yeah. All right. There I'm we go. Take the South well, over the West Coast. If man. it ever happens, man, we got our bets in. All right. Coming up next, an Andrew Bogish update and news from the entertainment world that made us dust off one of the great Geo and Jones moments of all time. We're coming right back. Check us out on Facebook at Geo and Jones. He can go. He's just, he's on the move, energetic. My old ass, well, I'm younger than him, trying to rest. <laughs> That's what I meant. That's what I meant. You going to get you some? You going to get some extra? Yeah, I'm, I'm actually looking forward to that. Yeah. yeah. You need to get back on that volleyball court, dog. You've been eating, I can tell. Yeah, of course I've been mm-hmm. eating. I don't What's stop up? eating. What's up? I'm not getting on that volleyball get back. court. What are you going to do? Uh, I don't know yet. I mean, it has to be something. <laughs> I was thinking maybe full cleanse, just drink water. Maybe a. Uh, I tried that once. That didn't work. Maybe just just just. Walk. I'm gonna fast. I hear fasting is back. Yeah, I tried that too. I actually have heard that. I don't know. We'll see. Work. That's hard for people like. I got I, bigger concerns. You than can't that right fast. Now. I mean, if I was 50 and this out of shape, it'd be a little bit different. Don't but don't fast. I'm okay right now. I got a couple years. You think? A couple years before things go really bad. Okay. Yeah. We'll see. All right. We'll see what happens. I, I gotta get I, mo- Something's gotta motivate me, and it's nothing there that's motivating. I, I, I'm gonna do something that bogus sometimes. Does to us because uh, I, I lost a, a friend yesterday, forty six. Oh, I Austin. saw the yeah. sports talk guy, right? Yeah, Sean Adams, longtime sports talk guy down in. I was going to ask Austin. if you knew him. Yeah, I just saw him when I was down there for my my charity event, and uh, forty six, man, it's brutal. Yeah, look fine, good shape, former track guy, and uh, just like that. 46. Yeah, heart attack, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just um, yeah, be I, careful. Yeah, well, that's... I mean, to you, care. Bogus. Yeah, I mean, be careful. Yeah, thanks, Brian. Well, I, I was in a, on a happier note to say that you, you've you got to get in shape now. Don't wait. I, you got to do it now. Look at Bogus. He's been well. I'm doing the CrossFit I'm, looking good. I'm not doing CrossFit. You, keep, you don't listen to anything What the hell I are you talking about? <laughs> the CrossFit <laughs> class. It's not. Andrew, a, what is a, it? It's not a CrossFit. It was just a regular class at the gym. It wasn't CrossFit. What type of class? What, what and, did it entail? What did you, what did the guy have you doing? Uh, 
he was like weights and stuff and jumping up and down and that's CrossFit. No, CrossFit's like a cult and they're all it little is. gyms. It's not a cult. You walk in, there's a thing on the board you oh, have to follow. God. That it's yeah, not, you not had that different intense. stations, right? No, I stood in the same spot and I just picked up different weights and did different exercises. CrossFit. No, he can't. He, he bogus is not a CrossFit guy. He's not, no, no, he's they can't. The CrossFit mine my people, own. They're different people. The CrossFit people. They're like the American Ninja Warriors. Exactly. <laughs> he's not. That's not him. Just so work. what do you, what do they call what you did? It's Working called, out, it's man. Called hit class exercise, high intensity training. Yeah, CrossFit. Just another name for CrossFit. <laughs> you <laughs> smug little man. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about boxing stuff. Dude, kickboxing, man. I was Telling thinking you. about that because that kind of interests me. Just you in the bag, and you go at your own pace. Yep. And you should do this, Lady Francis. I had yesterday. You talking about kicking your ass? Me in the bag. The the, the warm up is more difficult than the class. And everyone to everyone to a man to a woman looks at each other like, yeah, crazy. Because <laughs> she is. But we show up every right. Thursday at noon. Sounds like CrossFit. We've, we've got to. <laughs> some of that it in actually there. does, yeah. <laughs> there is. All Bear right. crawls and all that. We got a crazy, crazy friends. stuff to get to here. Like so, what? Uh, like the road ahead. And well, it's let's bro- get to the road ahead. Well, I'm trying to. Um, Get on we, it. We had uh, detours. It's brought to you by Advanced Auto Parts. This weekend's race is at Chicagoland Speedway for the tail, Tales of the Turtles. The turtles? Yeah. What, Maryland's racing? Tales of the tur- Tale of the Turtles or Tales of the Turtles? I don't know. It says Tales, Tales on my... Turtles. It says Tales on my sheets. So, That's what I'm going to so go So it's going to be a slow race. Is that what they're saying? No! <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Come on, baby. Give it to me. Give it to me! Tales of the Turtles. Oh, mm, Chicago Speedway, mile and a half. Try over there in Joliet, Illinois, even though it's Chicago land. It's southwest of Chicago. Y'all didn't know that. Did you? Did you know the Speedway was open back in 2001? Who do I like? I like Mr. Truex Jr., Brad Keselowski, and Matt Kenseth, my man from Wisconsin. Advanced Auto Parts introduces Speed Perks. Spend $100, get $20 off your next qualified purchase. No cards to carry, no points to keep track of, no nonsense. <laughs> mixing and scratching now. It's from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, this oh, whole thing. They're back. The Tales of the Turtles 400. Wow. And it's the on their logo, it's the Ninja Turtles. Cool. How many Ninja Turtles can you name? Uh, One. Is it Michelangelo? That's one. Yep. There's Donatello. Donatello mm-hmm. and uh, Leroy. No, no, no. Leroy. Ooh, you're Leroy. close. Ray Ray. Le- no, no, no. They, they got locked up after season two. <laughs> Those are the gangster yeah. turtles. <laughs> you ain't no turtle, boy. <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Ain't no turtle. Yeah, that was talking about you a tortoise. We're talking about Can't the... spell tortoise. Yeah, that was on. Get your ass in the paddy wagon. BET late night. <laughs> <laughs> you're getting it too confused. It was a spinoff. <laughs> you stole that. Stole that other turtle's flipper, didn't you? Uh-huh, I knew it. Knew you were the criminal. I knew it. You were so wrong. You know that? <laughs> Sensei. Was, I told you qualified. It wasn't, wasn't Splinter, but rather Jim Brown, former Browns running back, who was somehow living in the sewer. <laughs> told you you qualified to work with the brothers. Leroy and Ray Ray. <laughs> brother, so, brother the, turtle. The, <laughs> the brothers, <laughs> the tale of the brothers turtles. So it's, it's Donatello. Yo, Ray Ray, what up with this shell, man? Get this thing on fire, so what? You got one too. This thing heavy, dog. Can we play dominoes on yours? Ten. Uh, so 
Donatello, Michelangelo, and who else? Raphael is one. Raphael. So Mexicans got one. Brothers couldn't get one. <laughs> no, no, no. no. What's up with that? It's Why the, couldn't we get one? No, no, Raphael. It's not a, not a Mexican turtle. It's not where that Why is coming from. Right? Uh, and then Splinter was the rat, the uh, rat sensei. Yeah, so and yeah. Leonardo. Or Leonardo was, was the, the last fourth. One. Yeah. Also, it's four. All right. yeah. yeah. Leonardo, Raphael. And then there was that uh, that news bimbo. Page. April O'Neil. April O'Neil, right. yeah. And she'd go and cover the Ninja Turtles. That was her beat, Mm. was the Ninja Turtles. So we need to do a black Ninja Turtle like we did Black Chiller. And so we can get some representation, right? Teenage Mutant Ninja Brothers. Yes, exactly. (laughs) We got to do that. We got to force their hand. That's wrong. We want to be represented. (laughs) Ninja Turtle. Got to have a brother. There's not a... I mean, if you think about cartoons, you've got some, some very good black cartoons out there i mean um what's the the big one with bill cosby that he created uh, fat albert fat, fat albert. albert yeah, yeah. Fat back albert. In the, that was back in the day the brown hornet that's old kids don't know that well i grew up with that but still it's a great one and then uh, yeah. bay bay's kids was a feature film <laughs> that was funny yeah, yeah. bay bay's kids typical but it's funny yeah <laughs> yeah there's one out there now is it boondocks or something Think that yeah. Was, uh, yep. So, but yeah. there. So there's a history there, but there isn't really one right now that's that's popping. So we we could do that. Yeah, we need to do that. Okay. Black Ninja Turtles. Well, and, and Ninja Turtles gave partially gave you Creole Bogish, who's based on <laughs> Leatherhead, who's a character in that in the cartoon. Mm. Oh, gave us Creole Bogish. <laughs> so okay. I'm going down in New Orleans this weekend. That's We're right. Gonna, I'll teach you some words. Don't use that. Don't use that tone. <laughs> Uh, can you pour me in the direction of beignets? <laughs> I guarantee. <laughs> Please. Where's the nearest plantation? Nah, you're not going to go there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. Get you some beignets, though. You definitely got to go to oh, Cafe Du Monde, man. Yeah, how do I? I mean, how do you go from getting shaped to get yourself some beignets? Well, you get in shape when you get back. Yeah. It All starts right. on Monday. Yeah. <sighs> it's been starting on Monday for, for, <laughs> since 2016. <laughs> All right. All right, so they were one strike away from losing for the first time since August 23rd and then didn't lose. The 2-2. Swung on, drilled. Deep left field. Gordon back at the wall. Leaps us off the wall. Kicks back to left center. Gonzalez scores the tying run. Lindor, big turn. He'll stay at second. How about that? Tom Hamilton, Indians Radio. KC left fielder Alex Gordon almost made a history-ending jumping catch, but instead... They went to the 10th inning thanks to Francisco Lindor's RBI double, and then Jay Bruce doubled in the winning run for Cleveland, a 3-2 final, their 22nd straight win, now the second longest ever four wins shy of those 1916 New York Giants. Cleveland then clinched a playoff spot when the Angels took a 5-2 home loss from the Astros. Houston's magic number for clinching the AL West is down to three. The Cubs completing a three-game sweep of the Mets, 14-6. They outscored New York 39-14 in the series. The Nats avoid a three-game sweep, 5-2 over the Braves. The Houston Texans avoiding an 0-2 start with a 13-9 win in Cincinnati on Thursday Night Football. Bill O'Brien did start rookie QB Deshaun Watson as expected. He scored the only touchdown of the night, a 49-yard run just before halftime that broke a 3-3 tie. O'Brien reserved in his post-game breakdown of Watson. It wasn't perfect, but, uh, you know, he uh, he did some good things. There'll be a lot to learn from. Um, 
you know, go watch the tape. Watson threw for 125 yards, was sacked three times, but did not turn the ball over. J.J. Watt made the final tackle of the night while worried about the dislocated finger he suffered back on Sunday. It was really good until, like, the last three plays, and then I was literally adjusting it and feeling it uh, as I was running around trying to chase that guy in the last play. Uh, I'm honestly quite kind of scared to take my glove off. I, 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 I honestly don't know what's, what's in there. Yeah, it's still going to be a finger, just not sure if it's together. Uh, Watts' defense kept the Bengals out of the end zone. They have yet to score a touchdown this season. The good news is they go to Green Bay next weekend. Odell Beckham Jr. status for Monday night with the Lions, still unclear, but the giant wideout practiced yesterday for the first time since injuring his left ankle in a preseason game. And Mark Leishman has a two-shot lead after round one of the BMW Championship, the third event of the FedEx Cup playoffs. Leishman, 10 birdies in a 9-under 62. Jason Day's part of a group two shots back. Jordan Spieth is three off the lead. Boys? So we're just brainstorming me, Mikey B, and PDB during the update of what's going to be the cartoon that we take to make mainstream in black. And and Pete very seriously said to me in my ear, black Smurfs. And I think that's what it needs to be. I think the black Smurfs. Why we got to be short, dog? <laughs> Why can't we be full grown? Why we have to sing? I know we're very musical people, but why we got to sing, dog? Huh? Right, you don't like the black What's up with that, dog? No, man. They short people. We don't right. be no little people. All right. You know, we'll be full grown. All right, yo, Brian. Yo, 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 yo. yo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At least make us Oompa Loompas. You know. Smurf. You want to be an Oompa Loompa instead? Like taller than the Smurf. <laughs> That's Yeah, did you? I think you missed Bogus' joke. Yo, 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 yo. That would be good. All right, so you don't like Black Smurfs. How about uh, the Black Flintstones? You like the Black Flintstones? Yeah, man, they had some big ribs. Back then. <laughs> <laughs> Brontosaurus, right? Okay. Mate, you, you know, like that the, one? Tilt the, the car over, you know, the drop top, but hey, <laughs> let's do it. All right, we'll work on that. Smurfs. How about, we, how about the black Scooby-Doo? <laughs> Investigate crime. Instead of, instead of being the subject Scoo- and the suspect, Scooby-Doo. how about we investigate? Scooby-Doo is, is no longer whatever he is but a pit bull, right? <laughs> how about, how, how, owned how, by a former NFL linebacker. <laughs> how, about the, how about the black Jetsons? We are the future. It's the new South. <laughs> yes. That's actually that's, that's deep, man. Yeah, yeah. That's really deep. Yeah. All right, I can't mm-hmm. uh, forget about the tease. We'll continue to work on these uh, <laughs> cartoons as the season goes on. Uh, but Josh Dumel and Fergie were one of those big celebrity couples that were together for a long time. So uh, apparently mm. they're splitting up. And I didn't think too much about the two of them splitting up. Not a big deal to me. However, it reminded me of one of the great moments in Gio and Jones history is we were at the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. Super Bowl week. We were trying to get interviews after the show to tape, and Mikey B was walking around with the recorder, going up to people, and he saw Josh Dumel, the actor. Yeah. And he was confused because Josh Dumel has nothing to do with the NFL or football. So we want to know what you know what, what's going on here. So he uh, he went up to Josh Dumel, and this is how it went. How you, how you doing? Mike? Good. I'll just take up one minute of okay. your time. Okay. You're a very handsome man. So are you. <laughs> Oh, that's good. Yeah. And your wife is uh, a very gorgeous woman. Yes, she is. Why the f- are you here? I am <laughs> here because, A, I love football. 
Uh, I've never been to the whole media thing that they do here every year. And I forgot how We had a good reason was. to come because I got a baseball movie coming out, and we wanted to come out and try to, you know, at least do some long lead stuff and start planting some seeds and start letting people know and raising awareness about it. The scruff is going well. That works. Thank you. I can never so get it that it level. It long and bushy a couple weeks ago. No, stick with the scruff short. That's the way to do it. Yeah. Is that what the chicks dig? Well, I'm married, so I wouldn't know. I'm, you know, her and I are we're doing good. Good, good, good. So are so are me and my wife. By the yes, way. I I've seen or read. Have a wonderful day. You too, buddy. You too. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Started off so well. Why not? Are you here? And then just uh. how about at the end? Uh, it's sad to hear that. They were doing well then, not yeah. doing well now. Uh, shed a tear for Josh Dumel and for <laughs> yeah. <a> right. <laughs> That's unbelievable. So like, go, oh, hey, yeah, just take a couple minutes of your time. Why the blank are you yeah. here? That was good. Yeah. From there on, no. Not so good. He did but, a great job that week. Oh, he he he, he had Thank some you. board balls. Yeah, he did, week. man. He he went yeah. hey, listen, he went up to Bob Baffert. Yeah. <laughs> and asked right. him which one of his horses was the most well hung <laughs> in front of his wife. Yeah, that was awkward. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that was really weird. <laughs> I don't remember Even did Baffert me, answer the question? <laughs> did, did he answer the question? I don't remember. <laughs> that one actually made me nervous. Why no the f- are you here? I am here. <laughs> and Dumel just, just rolled with the punches there. Yeah. <laughs> why the I blank would, are you here? Why the hell are you here? He's like, he's I'm like well, here because I'm hey, here. I love football. I'm here because I like football. What was the baseball movie? Because I don't recall it. Uh, I don't know. Come on. I'm just curious. No, we'll have to look it up. I'm just wondering if it was a hit or not. Apparently probably, not. Probably can't remember. not. Yeah. yeah. I don't think it was Moonlight. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't, didn't make it to the, to okay. the top. Just want to make sure. All right. Coming up next. America's team back at it again. And a big fight. Huge fight. I'm going to have to miss live, which is driving me nuts. Coming right back. This is Hall of Fame running back Curtis Martin, and you're listening to Gio and Jones on CBS Sports Radio. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. So I'm going to be in New Orleans this weekend for yes, you are. A, a wedding. It's a friend that I, I do care about, and I want to be there for him. Uh, but, uh, of course, it's a Saturday night wedding, and it is right smack dab in the middle of everything that's going on in sports. Uh, college football on Saturday. Saturday night is Triple G Canelo. I got an early flight on Sunday. I didn't want to stick around there. And miss anything. I should have thought about going to Saints yeah. Patriots. I didn't think about that. Could have hooked you up, dog. But it's just going to be easier for me to get back home, watch all the games like I normally do. Mm-hmm. I don't need to go to the football game. You know, it's, it's I'm all about getting everything right in my face. Got you. Like the Red Zone Channel, all that. Um, but I, I'm I'm bummed out, man. I mean, I'm I'm more into fights right now than I've ever been. It's mm-hmm. I, I I really am into it. I, I Boxing's glad to hear that. Yeah, I'm, sh- I'm sure that they are. Uh, they don't need any help with this one. They didn't need any help with Mayweather and McGregor. And, and this really is two unbelievably high-level boxers going at it. And someone who is going to be the biggest draw in boxing. Because whoever wins this is going to be the, the pay-per-view flag carrier. Because now Floyd officially done... Uh, and there's really no one to take that mantle. Now you have these two guys that have been fighting and people have been paying attention to both of them. The winner comes out of this 
as, uh, as, as a real draw. I like Triple G. I understand the concerns about him. He's a slight favorite in this. He's 35 years old, did not look great against Jacobs, and Canelo is by far the best opponent that he has ever seen. And uh, Triple G is great of a fighter as he is. Canelo's got bigger fights uh, as far as opponents go than than Triple G has. Uh, and, and Canelo can punch. Both these guys can punch hardcore. Yeah. So I, I would not be surprised. I don't think it's going to happen early, but I would not be surprised uh, if, you, if you see a stoppage later in this one. I'm going to lean towards Triple G uh, as far as a TKO late in the fight. Are, are you anticipating both of them will go at it? It'll be an entertaining brawl? I think so, yeah. I mean, I mean these guys... They, they want to land one of their big punches. They're not someone who's going to work the scorecard. Neither one of them have, have fought like that. Uh, they're mm-hmm. looking for that opportunity to land that big punch and knock the other guy out or at least stun him so much that the, the fight is called. So I think you're going to see these two guys in the middle of the ring a lot of this time just <clears throat> throwing them. Well, I, I've been watching the uh, 24-7 uh, show on HBO, and I can understand why there's so much excitement about uh, Triple G. I've never seen one of his fights, but just watching the highlights from these fights, and in particular the, the Jacobs fight, I uh, saw that one as well, which had been his toughest fight to date. Uh, the guy's a freak of nature, man. For someone who got no no notoriety fighting over in his home country and then comes over here and an, uh, as an older fighter and, and just takes boxing by storm. Uh, he, he is a tremendous beast in, in the ring and knocking everyone out. He's got 33 knockouts uh, in his career. Uh, truly a, a gifted fighter. And it seems like just a cool cat uh, down to earth and, and with all the success he's been able to attain. And, and Carnello, well aware of him, and, and his only loss is to, to Mayweather. Uh, but both have uh, interesting uh, upbringings and how the sport came to them. Their brothers introduced them to the sport. So I'm looking forward to this one. Now, I'm supposed to be watching my Longhorns tomorrow night. That, that kick is 8, 8.30. Uh, but uh, I also have an eye on, on this fight. This seems like it's going to be a, a, a pretty damn good one. I'm going to lean Carnelo. Carnelo. <laughs> Canelo. Canelo. Canelo Alvarez. Yes, not Carmelo. Yeah. Uh, Canelo Alvarez. I'm going to lean uh, with my man Canelo. Yeah, and this is going to start a little bit earlier for the people on the East Coast. So the undercard, I believe, starts at 8, not 9. Mm-hmm. So as far as the pay-per-view goes. So this this fight... The the Canelo Triple G fight will probably happen more towards eleven o'clock Eastern time as opposed to midnight that you're used to. And Canelo Alvarez thirty four knockouts to the thirty three for Triple G. So that's what they're used to, both of these guys. And I don't know if either one of them are going to get it, uh, but it's going to be fascinating for sure. Um, and it's you know it's unfortunate, man, because like this this, this trip to New Orleans is now turning like this business trip for me now. Like I don't I'm not gonna. Uh, you know that city so well. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if I'm going to be able to have any fun. <laughs> I'm going to be down there <laughs> in and out. All I'm going to yeah. be thinking about is getting home and how right. I'm going to watch stuff. This is why people, and I love this guy. I don't want to blame him or get on him. or, or He's not going to listen to this, but I, I don't want it to make it seem like I'm, I'm being so unbelievably selfish here because it's his day. But... It is. It's really tough, and he's in the sports talk industry as well. Oh wow! So it's like it's really tough to ask party foul. To to I mean, this is it's tough, man. I know that in his grand scheme of things, he's not going to be thinking about week two of the NFL, week three college football, Triple G Canelo. He's not going to be thinking about that 
15 years down the road, yeah. remembering his wedding. But, right. I mean, in the moment, for someone that's got to pay attention to everything that's going on, yeah. and to have a destination wedding, it's just, it's tough. I feel bad for being Party selfish. foul. He should have known you don't plan a wedding during football season. Yeah. I don't. You think have to know that. I don't think he's driving this bus. Not many men do, but... You know, you should have put his foot down. Well, when it Listen, comes, woman, to... you know what's paying the bills? My job. No, My she, job is watch no. football. No, Come on, let's I mean, compromise she, here. She's got a good job too. So, okay, listen, woman. <laughs> I know you make more money than me, but my job <laughs> means a lot to me. Yeah. In case you ever leave me, I gotta maintain my employment. And I have to know what's going on. That how, work? No. How about this? And we get a text from the bride. Says we're doing a a retro theme. I need to let you know, on Monday, before the Saturday wedding, oh. so women will be dressing up as flapper girls, and men are going to be wearing this. I'm like, are you kidding me? I, a I don't week have before you're supposed to leave, huh? Less than a week. Yeah, less than a week. I mean, and you know how, how women are with getting prepared for yeah. going out. I mean, my wife had a dress before the wedding, before the engagement yeah. for this thing. <laughs> so, I mean, I, and I'm like, I'm going to put on a suit and go to a wedding. I'm not yeah. going to look like a Al Capone. <laughs> flapper girl. What? <laughs> Come on. I feel bad. You're now. not going to buy in? Now I feel bad. Why? Because Shouldn't it's a special day and I'm complaining about it like a jerk. My good friend got married during football season. We were all the grooms in one room looking at the game. It was a Florida State game, too. Back when Florida State was you know, it was big time, they are again uh, somewhat. But when they were really ruling the roost in college football uh, and, and everyone was just focused on the game, you know, one ear and I turned towards the wedding and we were supposed to walk out and, and the other one was – Definitely focused on the game. Yeah. That's tough. Football season, So it's okay man. that I'm complaining about it? I'm yeah. not a bad person for complaining about it. I mean, you're a bad person, but yeah, it's oh, okay. stop. I'm not a bad person. You're horrible. Way better than you. I'm a better what? man. No, no, no. Better man than you. Mm-hmm. Let's not take a poll mm-hmm. again. You must be crazy. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm fully aware. No, your buddy is a bad man. <laughs> yes. Coming up next, Danny Canal, Gio and Jones, CBS Sports Radio. Now, with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.